Welcome to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog guardians. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm a certified professional dog trainer and I take my 10 years of training experience and I share easy to implement dog training advice with an emphasis on kindness and compassion. Welcome. I'm so excited to share more. Reactive Redefined and the group coaching program will reopen for enrollment on Monday, August 1st. If you could use more immediate support for your reactive dog, be sure to join the free mini course over on our website, agoodfeelingdogtraining.com. You can also invest in the self-guided version of Reactive Redefined and gain access to our comprehensive course content to get the ball rolling before we can support you one-on-one. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I have another Reactive Redefined student with me tonight, and she's going to share all about her experience inside of Reactive Redefined. So without further ado, Tessa, do you want to introduce the dogs to the listeners? I know we focused on just one, but tell the listeners about both dogs. Absolutely. Yeah, we have two dogs. One is a boy, cowboy, and um, he is a well, they were both rescues, so not 100% sure on the the breeds, but um, he's a uh, Catahoula, Louisiana Catahoula leopard dog. And then Corrine is our girl, and she is a lab mix, it says. And they're both about 80 pounds and both. Corrine should probably be about 15 pounds less and Cowboy probably 5 or 10 or so. Well, we're working on that. We're working on that. Okay, <laughs> and remind me, how old are they? Um, I would say five-ish. Five-ish. Okay. Okay. So um, I know that Corrine was our main focus inside of Reactive Redefined, but Cowboy also benefited from a lot of the skills you taught her, right? So because your goal is really to be able to successfully walk both dogs together, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to give the listeners just a little bit more backstory? So like, obviously they're both rescues, but tell everybody a little bit about like, when they came to you and then kind of when you started to notice some of the, the reactive behaviors that you felt like could use some help. <laughs> sure. Um, so we got Cowboy, we, we adopted Cowboy first at about, I think he was around six months old. Um, and then six months about, I think we had him probably six months and I was, I, we're not the most active people. So it probably wasn't the best dog choice for us, but I had had a Catahoula before and just love that breed. Um, so we got him and he was biting, you know, just, he was a puppy. Um, but I was like, Ben, we've got to do something. Can we foster? So we fostered Corrine, but when we went and picked her up on the way home, Ben was like, we're keeping her, right? And I was like, yes, of course we're keeping her. So they're about the same age. I think Corrine is a little bit older. Um, and their backstory is, uh, Cowboy was apparently on a Indian reservation, I think in Arizona or New Mexico, I'm not sure which. And Corrine was, um, I was a dog, I think in Kansas, I think stuck in a backyard, had two pregnancies before the age of one. So had, had, had gotten taken, I guess. I'm not real sure on all that, those details, but, um, she is, <laughs> she's much more appreciative of, of of our life than cowboy I say cowboy's obnoxious but he's, he's they're both sweethearts yes yes they are okay so they're older now right like they've been with you for a while they've lived quite a bit of life with you do you want to kind of share with the listeners like 
what was appealing to you about reactive redefines? Like, was there a breaking point? You're like, oh my God, we need this. Like tell, tell the listeners, how, how do you make it to reactive redefined? I'm a speech pathologist and I, 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 I just really liked a lot of your content. I started following you on Instagram. I have no clue how I found you. Um, but I started following you on Instagram. I just loved your mindset and, and the approach. We, we had, we had dogs before when we lived in, we lived in Kansas and we moved out here about six or seven years ago to Denver. And, um, we just, we had followed like Caesar Milan, you know, stuff. And it was, we didn't have the dogs that we have now, especially Corrine. Um, so started following you and I just really liked your, your mindset and, and your, your viewpoints. Cause it, it it's kind of how I do my speech therapy. Like I firmly believe, and I think a lot of, I feel like I get judged a lot because I'm kind of easy on the kids because I let them do what they want because my my theory really is like people and dogs <laughs> will do more for you if they like you. They'll try harder, and that's what I feel like your your viewpoint did. And, and we I signed up for you have a free thing, and I, I did yeah. that, and it helped some. And I had tried this other online thing, and it helped some, but I just knew I needed more, especially for Kareen because she is so she's just hard. She's <laughs> she's just so strong. Um, and she pulls and she lunges at mainly dogs or anything that moves like animals, squirrels and stuff. I think she knows she can't catch the squirrels. Cowboy hasn't quite caught on to that, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she, she's much, she's very active to dogs. We've taken her to dog parks and she just runs and runs and loves it. It has a blast, but it makes me nervous. Cause I'm a, I'm so worried that the other people are going to think, you know, she's going to attack them because she looks vicious. Um, her hackles go up. She lunges. She's so fast. She's so strong. She's so hard to to walk. Um, she calms down, like even around. She's she's reactive to people as well, but not nearly like she is with dogs. Um, but she calms down if given time around them. Because we've actually fostered like three other dogs after Kareen. We did successfully mm-hmm. foster foster some. Um, and she, she, she chills and she becomes good friends and she's just a sweetheart, but boy, she looks vicious and she's hard to take anywhere. And I want to be able to walk my dogs and there's some cool breweries here. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Color. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and then like, okay. So tell the listeners a little bit like where you at before reactive redefined. So you weren't really doing a ton of walks because they were just so effing hard. Yeah, exactly. We had, I had, I had been trying, I would say we, but my husband really not. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we try a couple of times, but it's just more stress than it. Even getting their leashes on just would make me so angry and frustrating. <laughs> so, and I'm like, I, I can't do it. Before you joined React to Redefine, you weren't doing a ton of walks. So I want to just kind of share with the listeners a little bit what my suggestion was to you in the beginning, right? Because my suggestion wasn't like, cool, go for a walk, send me a video, let's see how it goes. Because I knew that we needed more gradual steps, not just for Corrine, but also for you, right? Like you needed some tangible steps you could take to get to the long-term goal. Yeah. Um, that was one of the things where they, we would, we, we've been, my husband has uh, Lyme disease and he's a PTSD. He's got PTSD from being a combat vet. So his anxiety runs high when there's not a worldwide pandemic. So the last three years has been pretty limiting in all of our lives, which has been nice with the dogs, but also like the only thing we ever do is go in the car. Um, so it was and it was like it's fun it's kind of fun to get them hyped up but it's not real functional so that was one of the things that you did suggest at the beginning was just to get them to wait 
before and then releasing them with okay and going in the backyard and I mean going in the backyard going in the car Um, but then that is another thing like just working with them on leash in the backyard and doing those things instead of opening up the world to them because especially Corrine is just she She wasn't ready she wasn't ready right away right okay so tell the listeners just a little bit more so not only did we work on some like waiting behaviors inside but then we started to introduce that into like the getting harnessed up process also right so they had a they had a concept of what waiting meant you just weren't like super consistent with practice so it did not take long for them to get it at the door did it no no and they are so good now you just tell them to wait and then they wait for me to open the door and they're still waiting and just release them and um I haven't told you but you last time we talked you suggested working on settle so and they're I mean I've only done it like twice with them so far but they're still doing pretty darn amazing with that so it's just what I love about your approach and your your whole demeanor is like you just you baby step it and you listen when I say okay wait (laughs) it's too much for my brain I need this 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 and this okay what do I do and then I get to review my notes before I go do whatever work I'm gonna do that day so well and it's like you know, the video feedback you get me, I think it was abundantly clear that under the right conditions, your dogs can learn things quickly and retain that information, right? Like as soon as we broke it down to like, okay, we're going to do this thing here inside where there aren't any triggers. Right. We're like, oh, cool. Okay. So Corrine and Cowboy understand this whole training concept. Now we just got to move forward with it. Right. Um, And, you know, we taught them. um, Well, I shouldn't say we because you did all of the work. You taught them a nose touch too, like another super easy behavior that you're like, okay, yeah. And they learned it really quickly. Yeah, they did. And it's just and it's those baby steps of, okay, now what do we do with this new skill of how we can? I mean, it's so much like my speech therapy. I feel like I've told you that a couple of times, just that like it's like you can't expect a kid who has trouble with a language concept of what questions to answer, what are you doing tomorrow when they don't have all these other concepts? So you have to kind of baby step it and change little things to make a bigger impact. And I love so much that you already have that existing framework and skill set, right? Like you already understood the why to breaking it down, right? Like I didn't have to convince you, like, we will get there. You already knew that right? It's just like, you needed me to tell you, these are the foundational steps we're going to do for your specific dogs, right? And it's like, you know, I have so much respect for what you do professionally, because you show that same kindness and teaching to your learners that now you're giving to your dogs as the learners. Yeah, oh I God. would agree. <laughs> okay, so we started with some leash skills in the backyard, and we did that because you could do it with both dogs successfully, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how did that feel to kind of start in the backyard and start to build from there? And then we'll, we'll, we'll tell the listeners where you are at now. We've come a long way from the backyard. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great first step because they're comfortable in that environment and I'm comfortable in that environment and it was it was a great first step to show like okay what they are capable of we just have to tweak it some to again expand it yeah absolutely and I think that it's really worth noting right for the listeners that while Corrine and Cowboy are very engaged learners and they retain information they both kind of struggle with their own set of anxieties Right. And we really realize that like a lot of that is the root cause of some of the like surface challenging behaviors. Right. Like you never really thought that Corrine was pulling to be a jerk or anything, but it, 
in the moment, I think it's kind of like, why are you pulling like this? And we really kind of started to peel back the layers and understand some of the why for her. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about Corrine and her, her leash skills and her reactivity. So we did a bunch of work together with the dogs in the backyard. Then we had you do some work with both the dogs in the driveway, which got a little bit more complicated, but overly the most, the most successful. Can you share just a little bit with the listeners, like how it, it got a little bit of a little bit complicated for you in the, in the front yard? We all have neighbors, right? Like we wish we could just train out front and no one would say anything about it, but yeah. So I had a, a neighbor across the street right across the street he was outside working on his car I was out there with just Corrine on leash and I have a hands-free leash because I can't manage everything and she pulls so hard so it really is helpful to have that um and all of us there was no dog I didn't know a dog lived in that house and uh, this guy he he was kind of new to I don't know it's still complicated it's not like we're talking neighbors with them but they um but he was there working on his car outside and I had been out there five, 10 minutes at least walked across the street, came back. And all of a sudden there was a black dog out there and she my Kareem got off the leash. Um, it kind of unclasped and it was new. I hadn't used that particular hands-free leash before. I haven't used it since yeah. or not in that way. Um, and then cowboy who had, I had thought was okay in the house. He darted out because the, front door wasn't latched and yeah it was just it was a mess and made me even more it made me anxious (laughs) right (laughs) take my dogs out into the front yard so right okay and that guy's gone now so (laughs) (laughs) that's that's, it's it so sucks when those things happen but was it so nice to come to the group and be like okay everyone this is what happened and then for everyone else to kind of share some of those stories of like yeah we've been there (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been, it's been really nice to to have that, that camaraderie and like everybody's kind of uh, the same, even though every dog is different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it was one of those awesome moments that we could all rally around you and support you. Like you're still doing the right thing, right? Like that doesn't mean you shouldn't still keep doing training sessions out front. Like you got to keep at it because I think sometimes when things like that happen, we're like, cool. So we're never walking again, right? Like I'm good. (laughs) I'll just never go out on a walk again, right? But you didn't. You did not let that weigh you down, right? Like, you're kind of like, okay, we moved through it. Um, Okay, so in addition to doing some of that foundational stuff, right, like being in the backyard and then the front yard, we, well, we, I encouraged you, right, to find another walking location for her that maybe would be a little less stimulating. So do you want to speak a little bit to that, right? Because was that a little overwhelming to like go somewhere new? I feel like I told you to go scouting first just to make sure, like speak to that. Tell the listeners about that experience. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just kind of a pain, right? Like I want to be able to like leash my dogs up and we'll go out the, go out the door. Like I can with cowboy, but I can't with Kareem. Um, although I did today, she's making progress, but it was, you know, it's just being aware of your environment as well. I mean, you, you talk about that and that makes such so much sense of like, just scanning the environment and knowing what's available. Like, um, but yeah, I, I took, I found, I knew there was a place that I was like, Oh, that's probably pretty good. Um, and it's pretty wide open. And so 
took her there for a few walks, but then there were some dogs that she was anticipating that were behind the fences. And so I was like, eh, we need to change things up. Talk to you about that. You're like, yeah, probably need to change that up. So just scouting some more places for, um, for that with there's, it's just, it's difficult, right? Cause it's like what triggers are going to be there and what triggers are not going to be there. Um, and how is she going to, how is she, how am I going <laughs> to, going to do with that? I did take her this weekend to, you suggested like a corporate area and I yeah. like, no place. So I took her there and, um, she, she did well. There were, there were a couple of people and she kind of turned her back on them. And I was impressed with that right now where we are she's at least attending to me sometimes. Like she's not like by my side. <laughs> um, although she was one time and I'm very, it was, I yes. was that. Um, but she's, she's doing so much better just checking in like, okay, mom. And, but she's, and I'm, I'm having to take my fingers cause she chomps on them when she takes the snack. Cause she's so excited all the time to like get back to whatever she has to monitor the world. Um, right. Right. Which is a huge improvement, right? Because there was a point where like Corwin would not respond to you at all on a walk. Like there was no response whatsoever. No, no. She was pulling me. I think you call it a sled dog. And uh-huh. Yeah. I she was sled dogging you. Okay. <laughs> and Tessa, I think you need to give yourself a little bit more credit because I have seen the videos and she is paying such lovely attention to you. Like, yes. Is there still progress to be made? Of course there always will be, but like, you say her name, she looks at you. There are times where she is offering walking at your side with a loose leash. Like you have made a lot of improvements in such a short amount of time. Yeah. It's been, and like I said, I, I, I'm a speech pathologist and I work at the schools. And so since school's been out, I think three weeks now, three or four, and it's been so much nicer that I can just, I can dedicate time to them. So I'm really happy. Like, and that was part of my decision of when I joined Reactive Redefined, because I know my energy level, um, it's not like you demand anything from us, but you make suggestions and we want to, I want to get the value out of your expertise and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's been, it's been good to have that dedicated time. And right. And I think to the accountability, you know what I oh, mean? It's like, for sure. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we all need that. Right. And I think that like, you know, when you first joined reactor redefine and school was still going, you were still teaching. It was perfect timing because there was just these foundational steps that weren't super time intensive. And then when school was done, you had all that foundational work that we were really start to le- to leverage and to build on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you want to share a little bit more about the course content? Obviously you took the free mini course. You saw some of those videos and you're like, okay, I'm implementing that. And that's starting to work. Do you want to share a little bit more about like the, the, um, the value you got out of the complete course catalog? I know that there's a lot of training videos in there, but <laughs> yeah. And I actually haven't even watched all of them, but, um, <laughs> it's on my, it's on my goal. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's on my to-do list uh, and I've watched a lot and they are very helpful and I even I go back and like okay wait I need to review that and, and see see what kind of the next step because you do a nice a great job of of kind of scaffolding it um as to make to make sure that the knowledge is the, the information is there of how to make it a little more challenging um and so that's great and then you have the the group calls, which are very valuable, but really, I think the most thing that I get the most out of are the videos. You ask us to upload videos and then you provide, um, input or <laughs> you, hear the dog. Um, you provide, uh, what's the word feedback, 
feedback. Thank you, speech language pathologist that I am. Uh, <laughs> you provide feedback of, of very specific stuff um, regarding the walks and where to go next. And then the, um, so I really like that. Um, and then the, we go with the, um, yeah, and then that's supplemented with the group calls and you provide, and it's so nice. I even like at the beginning, I, I haven't now because just time and stuff, but I was, I watched a lot of the other people's videos and like, oh, and I think, and I get stuff out of there, your feedback from them as well. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think what's so valuable about the video feedback too, is that, so for everyone listening, you're like, okay, video, video feedback, what? So react to redefine the group coaching program is three months long. And when you join the program, that ensures that you will get video feedback once a week for the duration of the course. So while the group calls are bi-weekly, while we're not always meeting one-on-one, you're still hearing from me, right? Once a week. And, and I think that that helps, right? Because then you're not waiting two weeks to be like, okay, so this happened. What should I do about it? I'm able just to give you a little bit more of immediate feedback. And in the feedback, I can direct you to like, okay, did you watch this training video? Go back and watch that. I think it's going to give you a little bit more context, but then I want you to do it exactly like this for Corrine in those moments. Exactly. That's what you do. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And I look forward to them every week. It's like my favorite. I'm like, Ooh, it's video day. What are they doing in the world? Oh my God. Okay. So, um, do you want to share a little bit more about how it's felt to connect and work more effectively as a team with Corrine? Because I know that's something that like I keep bringing home for you is like, y'all look like a team, right? Because before you weren't a team, it was just Corrine being overwhelmed by the world and you being frustrated that she was pulling. Yes. 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 Um, and I don't think I'm all there, frankly, you know, with that, um, it's kind of nice even like, I think just today you posted something with Wayland and you like comment on like, oh, I'm a team. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah, we're a team. And to have fun. That was another thing that that resonated that you 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 pointed out, like, you just like, hey, look like she was having fun. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is the goal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So um as far as Corrine is concerned, she's making a lot of progress. Are you feeling encouraged, right? That like you can get to walking her and walking cowboy at the same time, right? Like obviously there's still more foundational work to be done, but you're getting closer and closer. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, today I took cowboy for a walk around the neighborhood, which is pretty typical. I can do that very easily with him. Um, and he's getting so much better. Like I, he, he, he gets anxious and he just kind of wants to go. And, but now he's like, I can say his name and he'll look back and we're just be able to, usually when we get to my street, our street, he, that's when he's the most attentive, but he's, I'm seeing it more and more as we go for a walk. So I did that this morning and then I came home and I got Kareen and it's the first time since probably well over a year certainly since I started with you that I've taken her on a walk around the neighborhood because I had kind of sculpted it out with cowboy is like okay it doesn't seem to be <laughs> there's not a lot of people out and there's not a lot of dogs out so we were able to go around and then I came back and I put them both on a leash and went a little bit further just a little bit further around you know on the street um and was able to to do that but they didn't have any there weren't any triggers out there was one lady 
Um, but yeah, so. Oh my God. I love that today was the first day that you took them both together, even just for a little short walk in the neighborhood. And I think that that's something else that's been so cool is like understanding some more of like the subtle nuance of your life. You know what I mean? And like, okay, cowboy is much easier to walk in the neighborhood and how can we kind of leverage that? Right. So that's something I think that came up in our last one-on-one, right. It was like, okay, well, if you're out with Cowboy and it's pretty quiet, that's a good, like, scoping walk for you to know whether or not Corrine can handle that level of distraction or not. Right. And even Corrine today, like, when I walked Cowboy and then I came back and got Corrine, there was a dog barking, and it wasn't, like, super close. It wasn't right against where we were walking, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, you know, a yard distance, and you could hear it barking, and she barely responded. So she's doing so good. We're oh doing my God. <laughs> so much progress. So much progress. Okay. So, um, obviously your dogs had been with you right for many years before you joined the program. Do you feel like there were some things like body language wise from your two that you maybe saw in a new light during reactive redefined? I don't know too much. I think it was just mainly just increasing my awareness of it and not necessarily like I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I feel like, well, they just hadn't had a lot of opportunities in a long time either. So. <laughs> <Right. But definitely. laughs> yeah. And I think that that's something that like, I think cowboy was definitely a dog that his body language was really clear depending on how he was doing. Right. And like, you know, he's much easier to walk on a leash, like hallelujah. At least we have one dog that's relatively easy to walk on a leash. Right. But he can also be a bit anxious, right? And he can be worried about certain noises. And that's definitely something that I started to notice, right? Like during the progress of you uploading videos is that his body language really started to soften, right? Like he was genuinely looking much more comfortable and relaxed than some of the like plastered ears back and tail low body language that sometimes (laughs) you can see from him, right? That makes me think of something else because the goal is obviously to walk them both together. And typically before when I walked them and I probably, if I did get into triggers, it'd be the same, similar, but that Kareen would react and Cowboy would react to her reacting. And now I'm like, and I've, I, I think, and I always thought, okay, I just need to get Kareen kind of calm, like get her settled and then Cowboy will be okay. But now I'm kind of wondering, and you tell me how you think, but that like with Cowboy being more chill and relaxed around it, that that'll help Kareem be more calm on those walks. So I never really. Oh, absolutely. It's all interconnected, you know? And like, while obviously Corrine was the main focus, I remember being like, okay, yeah, like let's focus on Corrine, but Cowboy needs skills too. Right. Because if you have one dog that you put all this time and energy into and you would put them next to another dog who doesn't have those skills, that's when things really start to unravel. Right. And that's why I had you do so much like dual work with them, like in the backyard and in the front yard is just because. Of course, their behavior changes when they're together. Of course it does, right? Your behavior, I'm sure, changes when you're with your best friend or someone you don't know, right? Of course it does. Our behavior is influenced by so many things, but we needed to make sure that both dogs had the skill set, right? And by making it easier for Cowboy, it's making it easier for Corrine and vice versa, right? Like there's so much benefit to both of them having the skills that you've put the time and energy into. Right, right. And 
that also makes me think of relationship. And I think that's what you mean by the teaming piece. But my huge thing is like everything comes down to relationship, <laughs> everything. And that includes the dogs. And so my relationship with them, their relationship with each other, their relationship with us when we're all all together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So Tessa, do you have any advice for a reactive dog guardian that's listening right now? Maybe they're in a similar situation. They have not walked the dog. Well, you've walked the dogs a lot recently, but maybe they aren't walking their dog right now. What would your piece of advice be to them? I mean, definitely do what you can. I think that's the other hard part is like, it's a, you know, I have different, we all have different energy levels at different times of the day, but kind of try to pick those moments and, and start with the basics, start with the foundations and build on those. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you are living proof that if you do the foundational work, you will make very significant strides in your training. Oh my God. Tessa, it has been such a pleasure to be a part of your training journey. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. I know the listeners are really going to love it. Thank you so much. And thank you for all your expertise, because it also kind of gives me permission to try different things that I may have thought of, but I don't know. So you're just amazing. (laughs) Oh my God, you are. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you need help with your dog's behavior, you can learn more about our training services at agoodfeelingdogtraining.com. We post training inspiration and training tips almost daily over on the Instagram at agoodfeeling underscore NCO. If you like this podcast, we would be so grateful if you could share it with a friend or family member who could benefit from all of the information. Um, It's been a total delight. We love this podcast so much. And thank you so much for listening to Disorderly Dogs.